right, well, welcome back to Battle of Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Miss Mallory. I'm Temu. This is the episode that never ends. We have <laughs> right <laughs> Tiffany from Abroad in Education, and maybe low key my lovely friend Tuan from Travel to Food. Who has an Instagram page on our show right now? Yeah, I this looked at like n- I looked at nine pictures and I was like, "This is too good for me." <laughs> <laughs> all the things that he, oh yeah. my god, I was like, like I can't afford to do what he's doing. All day. Yeah, I can't do it. Juan is living that real hashtag Instagram life. Yes. <laughs> Which, yes. by the way, if you have extra time when we leave here, I'm gonna ask how you're doing this life <laughs> and see whether or not I can apply a dog to the situation. <laughs> oh <right>. goodness, because <laughs> I got one of them, and that's why. I stopped traveling. We got sidetracked super hardcore with that last episode we because did. it is, for some reason, just an aggressive thought process. Cleanliness is about, next to godliness. Yeah. Bro- well, I mean, like, literally, I just watched a drunk history about that <laughs> because of Florence Nightingale. I want to do it. And how she did her, her, her book or whatever. And mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. So bras and underwear, important. Wash them. Clean. Anyway, so <laughs> guys, or not. Clean, or not. clean yourself. Or not. Or go get the grain. Go get the grain. Get these chemicals out of our life. Like, or just let you. Let your, your pants in ha- embrace all of you. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> not to start another argument slash conversation, but there was a girl in our school and oh. she smelled like fish constantly for a reason. Because she would not clean her the JJ. Uh. And so as far as I'm concerned... Like. There is a point. In my sister's <laughs> words, her Virginia. And um, yeah, maybe five days out of the month it would have been an issue, but other days probably fine. I don't know. We are not going back. This we way. are not going back. <laughs> so if you're, you need to listen to the other podcast to get more information. <laughs> so we're here to talk about solo travel abroad. And for for those of you who haven't listened to our show, for those of you who haven't listened to us in the past, I am traveling to Europe for two months in uh, September. And this is my first time traveling. I am old. Okay, traveling alone across overseas. You traveled alone to here. Yeah, oh, oh, fine, fine. Yeah, and, and it was listen, harder. I would think yours is harder. Traveling, traveling out here traveling into to the tundra is true. hard. Yes, you traveled to move in with a man. It like, was. that's true. wholly different. But this is my first. Look at you laughing. This is my <laughs> first time traveling abroad alone. I've never, like, a seven and a half hour flight is really taxing for me. I am fucking losing my shit over it every single day. I don't know what to pack. I don't know what to do. I know that Tiffany is yelling at me. $80 bras and shit. Like, all my world is, like, imploding around me, and I don't know what to do. Well, so, they're, like, thrift stores. What are you talking about? I'm not <laughs> buying a bra from the thrift Anyway, we're not going back hey, here what in the, the Macklemore shop. It <laughs> <laughs> was worn once. And as the oldest person here, mama's too old to be, like, running around free-balling it, free-titting it, free-whatevering it, Okay. She's got to rein it in, lift it up a little bit. A little bit. Okay. So we have Tiffany here from Abroad in Education, a lovely podcast right now local in about <laughs> literally like the day after I leave back to the UAE forever yeah. potentially, but I hope she comes back. <laughs> it's a year, but right. as we all know, I mean, like right. me and you making eye contact, there's always that part of you that's like, but if I didn't make the flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
one year is not a long time. It's not. It really is not. It's a long time. But in in some people's perception, it's a long time. For me, I'm like, oh, it's just a year. I'll be back. Yeah, it's For those of us who are rooted in, you know, this country and whatever, it's a long time. It's a long time. Wait, wait, It's a long time. Don't question my roots. I am rooted here. Me rooted here. (laughs) Myself rooted here, not having traveled abroad is what I meant. Yeah, I've been here for three long years. Again, three years is long. One year is not three years. These are roots that I'm looking forward to. Yeah, you're trying to pull out your roots and move elsewhere. But I'm just saying, like, as someone who's lived here and is freaking out about going away for seven weeks, like, it's different. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. Like that's a whole well, lifestyle for you, and that's different. And well, and I will say on. you're going in a different content, like a, a different way that we are, because you right. are going. You're visiting a friend. You have a place to stay. You're going to see some other places while you're there, but you you have a core that you're going to. Like you always have a spot that you know you're going back to. Time out. You actually did have that when you first I, left, but you didn't choose to use it because they were dicks. <laughs> Wait, I'm <laughs> The Scottish people. Where you had oh your no, bags. no, no! That was my first. My first was in New Zealand. I'm but talking yes, about I get what you're your saying. trip. Like I got that. Like no, I was very thankful that I got that. But I'm saying though that like for the most part, when you're traveling, like when I went over to uh, Sweden and Norway, I didn't have that. When I went to even when I was traveling other places, like there's many a time where it's just kind of like you're on your your own stuff. So it's really nice that you're able to go over there. That's great. And as did you with the nice <laughs> Scottish people who let you put your suitcase there and then let you go all over the place and then judge you when you got back is what I'm saying. Like you, you all have sisters. a root. This is like <laughs> bickering really that are. sisters do. Really do like have. you were saying the same thing. <laughs> it's just how it is. It is what it is. What I'm saying is that you had the same shit it was different because people loved me or love me who were taking me in and they did not love you. They just kind of because they didn't know you. They're like, we'll take you in, whatever. (laughs) I'm just, but the point being what I was trying to say, but yeah, I, I just need it more as like, you're going over there, you're seeing Jim, which is going to be really fun and amazing. Right. I'm I'm so excited. Lucky in that regard. So excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm envious as fuck. You better be taking pictures. I have to take the photographs. Yeah, you do. Because Tiffany came here with two volumes of a fucking. Oh, do you want to see her? Like, this is very Minnesota. Let's stop the argument real quick and let's look at these pictures. <laughs> In the meantime, <laughs> Tiffany has like a fucking photo album of all of her travels. Two volumes. Of you are it. so two much volumes. better than I am. Mallory about that. has actually done the Camino del Santiago and. I think I've just seen her as a result of it and not anything else from the trip. <laughs> I took a picture of someone who did some uh, uh, graffiti on the wall that said mm-hmm. end of the fucking world. That was pretty funny. That's cool. Well, I will I will jump in and say for the person who is getting ready to embark upon this yeah. amazing experience, you already have your tools. I do. You have this amazing tripod with selfie capabilities <laughs> that you can set up in front of the Eiffel Tower, Big Ben, you know, all these and watch beautiful places. run off with, with their baguette and their bottle We're of wine. Hey, it's real, that though. Mindset. No, I'm sorry. no, we are not taking that mindset with us. The same thing would happen no, here. No, 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 no. Why does it have to have to happen? I'm saying it's real, though. I'm saying the baguette thing is real. Like, when I was over there, I was, like, legitimately, I was noticing all these people going home with just baguettes in their backpacks and shit. And I was like, is this real? And they were like, I mean, yes. 
And I was like, so my entire perception has been Ariel, yeah, like with yeah. the, with Little Mermaid. I'm like, was the fresh, the French chef being what? And they're like, no, but that's how we are. And I was like, so it's not a stereotype. And they're like, no, this is just France. So, so, so like prepare, it's real. Prepare exactly. to be that that traveler that that you know gets the do, does the stereotypical things. I because you I, put a time capsule. I'm in. I am going to embrace everything that I have that is thrown in front of me. Be prepared for white people in Ireland. Um, I am prepared for white people Everywhere. in Minnesota. For I, I you, live. You in got the your land preparation. Are <laughs> you ready? Okay. Yeah. If you can make it in Girl, Minnesota, I'm you can make it in the world. I'm just saying. I am over there. Hundred percent comfortable in I didn't a white see, place. I understand that, but I didn't see one black person when I was in Dublin. Well, you know, and in London, Jay Z and Kanye have a song called "Niggas in Paris." So I mean, like, come on. But that don't mean that Israel. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there, there's actually quite a few black folks there because I, a lot yes. of folks are leaving from Africa, Africa to and going in. to where mm-hmm. the colonizers well, and are. Those, so, those and they are have, colonized they have countries that have been embraced into and brought into those particular cultures listen i'm already super excited i've got like a jamaican beef patty place that i'm going to when i go to britain i've got my jamaican like so i can get my curry goat my curry chicken my curry stuff like i have a jamaican restaurant that i'm going to when i go there because these are things like from new york being a caribbean brooklyn person that that's like what we need it's like oh shit i'm gonna get like fucking food from like the islands and shit in britain i'm so excited so i have all those guys down you know i have to back up for a second because i feel like i don't want to leave that ignorant comment there Um, (laughs) i know that there are black british folks i know that there are black parisians like not immigrants who who have been born there with actual passports so i gotta like i'm like that didn't come out right no no no, like everybody's not I understand I, having my second family is full on Irish. I know what a black Irish means, and it's not me. I get it. It's mm-hmm. a dark haired white person. I understand. I'm ready for it. Like that part, none of that stuff has any. I am fine. It's my plane ride across, it's seven hours. That's a long fucking time. My max flight's probably been about six when I went from New York to California. So here we are. So, okay, let's talk about that for a second. So, like, international flight actually is not that bad. Oh, I love it. It's actually, like, one of the best Look things. Look at like, you two. just like, no, no. It's no, it's, it no, really is because they I have. Mean, you, can, you get to drink. You yep. can sit there and watch the movies. Yeah, but, like, so my, my uh, I got prescribed lorazepam so that I could, like, mellow out. So she kind of needs. But I can't drink because I don't want to be Kristen Wiig from Bridesmaids. You also don't want to be so every a white woman in the suburbs. How close is lorazepam? To Ambien, like what's the um, difference? It's, I think it's, it might it's be a less. generic version, and it's I, I work at PBM company oh, well, yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for she knows all about stuff. drugs now. So lorazepam, <laughs> I don't know everything, but <laughs> I know enough so. because I have to. Mm-hmm. But like lorazepam is kind of like a sedative. Yeah, it just kind of. But don't do all that. Let no, that, no, let no, this but be she, the first of many. But look, this is seven hours. Like it's I not because it's seven. She has an issue with flights. Like it's just too. She just has an anxiety. I like, I can imagine, like, you she can't might need what? it. You so, can't So, can I? I can it's go. me. Thank you. You can't So, what? I have, I can only make it, like, when I go home to New York, it's, like, what, two and a half, three hours. By the time we're at an hour and a half, I'm looking at, my, I'm like, why aren't we landed? What's going on? 
any single time there's a bump, like like my feet are on the ground. Like I have real it's slight anxiety about hmm. flying. Hmm. I don't want to blame my family, I mean, but it's my family. I'm just throwing fault. this out there. I mean, you're just thinking about it too. Right. I right. Yeah, no, but it's it's. I'm not. I'm I'm looking at it from a perspective of like. No, I get it. I think you should. I do. Like, I, but, I truly, I truly, I, also, I know people who, like, I fly but, just fine, but my mother, who has, like, legitimate, like, she has fear of heights, she thinks every single bump in the road is, like, we're mm-hmm. going to die, we're going to whatever, like, I think that that's such I a will bad say thing. that it's fine. on Prozac, things have gotten a lot better, where I'm like, okay, we're on a plane, okay, this is a thing, okay, bumps are going to happen, okay, 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 but also, okay, I know I'm on here for two and a half hours. Now we're extending it five. That is quite a large amount of time where I'm like, shit, are we gonna, what's happening? Are we landing yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? And there's right. enough that so, goes on. I get it. I think you that. Know, but. You know, you know one thing that's kind of helped me, uh, you know, kill us some of the times, like a good set of noise cancellation headphones. I have. I bought those. Right. Because mm-hmm. like then you just kind of zone everything else around mm-hmm. you. So you're basically telling me that I have just watched a lot of movies. Yeah. And a lot of flights, especially international flights, are very strategic in leaving here at night. Yes. Yeah. Because you're going, you're traveling during a time that you would normally sleep anyway. Mm -hmm. So I'm not against like something that like melatonin would be enough to put you to sleep. Sure. But I'm like, also I feel like, so I have to make sure I'm understanding it before I say it correctly. This is your first long form flight. This is my first other than going cross country. So I wouldn't manipulate it because you don't know what it is mm, until you do it. Really? And then once you have the first, oh, then so you can decide what happens after. Because I feel like you may find things like the two hour flight, depending on. No, you can go. go. It's fine. <laughs> go ahead. Mm-hmm. The two hour flight, mm-hmm. you may or may not have had your individual TV screen. They put up, they pretty much put you to bed <laughs> with your eye covers and socks okay and wait so you can get your turtle neck. i am flying <laughs> delta comfort plus because yes. like oh, i decided oh, oh, to and you flying first class oh, no i'm not flying first class <laughs> i'm not first semi first you got seat room it's you got leg room <laughs> it is adjacent okay because i knew full well if i ever did this and everybody it is so hilarious anybody who really knows me is like Oh, bitch, you going, but you going like whatever, because you know, I've always said I have to fly first class, business class, first class adjacent, because I'm not fucking around. This is going to be the one time, and then that's it. So I'm not flying economy. I'm not flying like steerage. I'm not doing oh, any of that shit. <laughs> the Titanic so, will go down and she will fucking survive. <laughs> I'm like, if I can't make it there, no. I'm going to make it. There. So, <laughs> that's where I'm at. If the plane goes down, even the it's folks in first class down, are going down. But I get down. it. But they don't give me a cocktail first. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be too drunk to care. Like the Titanic. And oh, I won't care. I already and said that. So it's fine. You already, you're just playing up what I just said. before they die. <laughs> well, no. We'll just the let difference the is, is because the rich people did survive. They jumped off ship. Well, they did jump the off men, the men. The men didn't survive. Because remember, it was the women and children first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But technically, some of the men According to the movie. Mm, according because to the movie. if we were there, it may have been different. Well, I feel I mean, like, like a lot more men, men jumped men. off first. Yeah. <laughs> men survived. Yeah. But anyway, the point being, I agree with you. I do think – I don't think that you need to use it necessarily as a crutch, but I can see that even just starting off Oof. and then being like, you know what? 
I need this right now. But because also, your first flight Mama overseas, likes you fr- her cocktails. But no, and so like I can't drink on it. I'm just, I want. I don't want to be like Kristen Wiig and then have the plane stop off in Nova right. Scotia somewhere. <laughs> okay, why are you taking these thoughts with you? Leave those behind. Someone told me if I take lorazepam. A friend of mine told me if I drink, if I take lorazepam and then drink on lorazepam. This is a sedative. Then I'm gonna end up like Kristen Wiig. I was saying wait. I was saying wait to take the lorazepam because. I have you your one red saying. wine. Mm-hmm. It goes well all your ankles before you get there, yep, but sure. you will get I there with swollen socks. ankles. <laughs> ankles. <laughs> <laughs> but the but. point being, as someone who has never done overseas, it is a lot more than you think it is. Like I have never had the issue with the flight, but my mother has. So being able to see both sides. Of being like the way my mother has been and the way that I was, like having the worry war to things, everything is going to happen. Like she believes the terrorist has taken over the plane. She's pointing at me. Virtually. Although I don't believe that part. I don't believe that part. My mom is like the the terrorist is on this plane, and I'm no, like no, no, no. nothing's That's happening. Not what I'm about. We're fine. But coming from both of those angles of things, like I can see your point of view, and I'm not saying. I think that it's good that you got it because mm-hmm. in that way, if you do feel something, you can choose mm-hmm. versus like you are correct too. Like there's enough to distract you. There's yeah. enough to, um, but it takes a while. The first time I went on a huge long flight, I could not sleep for the life of me because yeah, I wasn't used to it. But melatonin as you continue to do it. I don't think I'll be it, able to sleep. Like I don't be able, I don't think that's I'm, what I'm going saying. to be, I think I'm going to be too amped. And lorazepam will help with that. And to like, woo, to, to chill out and calm down. And, and it's like, fine if you chill. don't either. But However, it makes it I think to... if I get early enough to the airport and just have a couple of wines. No, then you're going to be drunk. Don't plane. get drunk. Then you're going to be throwing up on the plane. 6. 6 p.m. So, so maybe try to wake up a little bit earlier. What do you mean? Well, no, 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 no because day. he's saying wake up so that way by the time 6 p.m. comes, you'll be you're so tired. tired on the flight. So like wake Seven up at 6 hours is a night's sleep. Yeah, just get up. Oh, shit. Do you? I'm just out of curiosity. It doesn't matter because usually anytime I do that, I'm still like 100% awake on my flights because I'm so anxious. Just, about no, flying. but just curiosity. Um, are you stopping in Iceland first or is it one? No, 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 no. It's a full to this London. This is 100% direct across. That's I'm great. Not fucking around. I'm getting on and off. I mean, I do the cheaper ones where I, know I you stop. Did. So that's like great yeah. that you have the one time. No, no, that yeah. you don't have to worry. I, I was not trying to do that because my therapist, our therapist, has <laughs> told me if you fly from here over the angle because you fly in a circle, you don't fly in a straight direct line, right. you fly kind of in a bow, like that takes you across places that are less turbulent, less crazy. And she's like, it's going to be fine. However, in our new climate change environment, I'm not 100% confident in that, but I'm going to take it for what it is. No, I think that she is correct. And the only reason that I would say, like, it's a shame that you're not stopping is because Iceland I don't want to go to Ireland. Iceland is so because good. I love I Bjork. Ireland. I was saying I said Iceland. <laughs> I love Bjork. Bjork. But you're uh, not going to get out. It's cool. But, I'm but, not worried about it because I want to get out where I need to go. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I will say. Because you have adopted the the worry wart label, I would just it's say it's not a label. It's, it's me. <laughs> I would say be mindful about where you Thank put you. all of your worries. I don't put them it. all in one basket. And I, I think if you were worried about 
what am I going to do for two months? No, that's <laughs> not even where I'm at. She has a like, plan. Like, you're putting all of your worries on the plane. Yes, like, that's where I'm at. I'm just there. Interesting. I'm worrying about, like, getting there and then getting back home. The rest of it, I don't care. It's fine. But getting So we will tell you. Here, both of us will tell you right now. A- Ever since traveling internationally, I hate traveling domestically. I can't because tell domestically you that. is the fucking worst. They treat us like crap. Thank you. Yeah, Whereas like when like you're international, Swan, yes. Do you yeah. agree with that? International flight is like, oh my god, we have everything. Okay, wait. Do you? What class do you travel in? Don't when forget you about travel? travel. I get it's it. Regular class. What? It's regular. Regular yeah. class. So well, economy. regular doesn't economy. exist economy. anymore because okay. Delta. Yeah. Well, Delta. Demoted it down no, no, to basic. Yes. <laughs> so you're higher than me because I'm basic. The people's class. I hope they call it that too. Oh, you're a basic no, bitch. Just, just like, like, basic. Kind of, the cheap class. The cheap oh my class. god, that's so great, Delta. You asshole. Delta is so disrespectful. Basic economy. Econ- well, no, no, economy no, plus. Delta has changed it to main cabin one, mm-hmm. main cabin two, and if you haven't boarded, you can now board. <laughs> they don't even say it but on my ticket it says basic and I said well goodness well, I, shit, got, you I got my basic miles girl. credit card and I'm about $5,000 in debt with you all but I get the basic I don't even get my free back I'm so I'm so disgusted with them but let my ass get, let me get on Air France you can say words I get my free wine Ooh. I get my screen so what you're wine. telling you know, me is that I should go I'm on basic because I paid $400 $400 for a trip to stop in Atlanta to get to Mississippi (laughs) rather than a thousand right (laughs) shit Mm. I am comfort plus therefore nothing different but in my mind at least they they give me like they unwrap my food when they (laughs) give it to me I don't well, the main thing is, is that when you and I went to Las Vegas, Las Vegas. together, uh-huh. we had to download things to watch. Yes. Where versus... They I don't, don't have to do that because I have right, a screen. because they're going to have a screen mm-hmm. in front of you. They're going to yeah, have episodes. They're going to have... Sure. They're going to have stuff for you to do. Let me just pause you because I I obviously don't fly. I'm going to use quotes. Basic. I fly Comfort Plus usually, even mm-hmm. when I go home to New York. Okay. So I already, so know, already know, like I get my screen and whatever else. I was looking at premium because I figured this is my first, last, everything trip. And so I was just going to do it all at once. Like, fuck it, I'm going to go like middle class. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that's going to be sad for you to say this is my last. Upper middle class. <laughs> I agree. It's <laughs> not going to be your last. So it's kind of like getting a tattoo. You're like, I'm just going to do it. No big deal, but a big deal. It'll be my only thing. You're going to do it, and then you're already, as they're finishing your tattoo, you're like, I have an idea for another. Like, that's what's going to happen here. She's going to be like, I'm going overseas, NBD. She's going to do it. On her way home, she's going to be like, but also my next trip. So that is the... She probably won't do it on the way back because she's probably got the anxiety. Right. But probably yeah. like a week after. Maybe a week after. She's like, she'll get that, that itch. That fine. Well, maybe right. then I can plan my second trip over the summertime. That's perfectly fine. So, Tiffany, I'm traveling abroad by myself. You traveled abroad by yourself. A, everyone in this room right now is younger than me. This is my first time doing this. So, Tuan is younger than me. How old is Twan? 
we're not going to go into his business. He's younger than me. Okay. That's all you need to know. Okay. 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 But he's like, okay. <laughs> the point is, you guys are younger. Obviously, you, Tiffany, and Mallory are younger. Tuan is in the middle, and I am on the upper end. So, um, <laughs> my thing is for you, Tiffany especially as a black woman, because I've listened to your podcast. I've listened to some things about like being a black woman abroad and what all of that means, because it means like your hair care Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff that goes Mm -hmm. on with it. Just being a woman. In addition to that, being a woman of color, being a woman from America, all those things. I know you can't tell me what to expect, but can you give me any sort of... Well, okay, so also before you answer that question, where are you... Because you're going to London, which is your main spot. I'm, where are you going all to? I'm pretty much going to white places. I'm going to mm-hmm. London. I'm going to Edinburgh. I'm going to Ireland. I'm going to Paris. And I'm going to Amsterdam. Because that's the important part. Like, you can't just give her advice if you don't Actually, know Actually, it is not. Because I think it... Literally travel. A lot of it can, but there's a difference between, like you said, like you're going all to white places, whereas Mm -hmm. if you were to go to places where I'm not going to Ghana, right? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like you could be going, you could be going to other places. London's very diverse. I'm like, you're gonna be surprised at how many black folks. Like I said, I found my London. I found my Jamaican beef patty shop where I'm gonna get me some. Like you're gonna get more than Jamaican beef patties. Like London. I mean, the thing about London is like. You'd be surprised. Everybody says the best food in London is Indian food. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. it's true. I yes, I've heard that. Although it wasn't I was there good. for a day and I knew. Did Where you go there, Tiffany? To London? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Plenty times. Food? Lond- I've been to London. I've been to Paris. I've been to Amsterdam. I haven't been to Ireland, but I don't even know the second place that you said. You don't need to go to Ireland. Like, it's really Edinburgh. white people. I'm going to Scotland. Okay, Scotland. Oh, mm-hmm. the last king of Scotland. That's what that reminds me. Edinburgh, you're going to Edinburgh, which is one of the main ports. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't say even just port, but it's, Edinburgh is like a Minneapolis. Where is it safe for a black woman to travel? Oh, not Ireland or Scotland. told me Scotland. told me Edinburgh. So I can't go to Amsterdam. But I saw more people. You are going to love Amsterdam. Amsterdam, you'll be fine. And you have to go to the Anne Frank Museum. You cannot leave See, without I going. I didn't want to go. It's not up to you. And according to your She's pictures, you. you have to make you a joint beforehand. Yeah, and this is where she, <laughs> would you say, I did not smoke that. I was with the guy who did smoke it. He's like, say, fuck what now? Like, it might be I in the not. pink one. I can't remember what color binder you have in front of you, but there's a picture where it says step one, step two, step three, and Frank. <laughs> it's like in the hand, Frank. Well, that it's was, making that a joint. my whole collection of Amsterdam. It was her collage of Amsterdam. Well, well we, did, we did a Paris, Amsterdam, oh. and something else. Uh, my friend and I, we did this like, you know, trip, yeah. and we only did maybe two days in Amsterdam. Sure. And I, well, I went back since then. Uh-huh. I mean, once you get outside of you know the mm-hmm. the city area, it's it's really interesting. Well, I would say also that I feel it's the American thinking of Amsterdam, like the way they look at like going to there is some huge fucking ordeal. Where it's just like, no, Amsterdam is Amsterdam. It's so calm and biking and tulips, tulips. <laughs> Do you did the you claws. download the Calm app? No. They have a bedtime, adult bedtime story about Amsterdam and how the tulip got started. It's called Spring and something. It's so beautiful. And I'm there. 
And then you go and they have, no, maybe it was a lavender one. Any, wherever they were. France. Right. Wherever they were. I was like, this is great. I'm in it. Yeah, it reminds I'm me of I'm excited Amsterdam. because we, I think we're staying all along the canal. And if you listen Ooh. to our kind of like previous episode, that's when Jim lost his mind at me and told me that he didn't care where we stayed and blah, 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 blah. But it really meant that text for his sister. Anyway, so we're ending up staying along the canal. It's a lot. So um, he's going to love that part. So um, we're staying on the canals, and I think it's actually near Anne Frank Museum. He's like, we can go there. And I'm like, ah, I've seen enough of it on, like, you know, American Heroes. I was going to say, I was like, she's watched I spent a lot of time on, like, World War II channels. So then you would want to go see them Exactly. This is where they were hiding. Like the 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 shelf. For I'm you. sorry, the door, yep. whatever it was. For you guys, I'll go. I don't think we're far from it, quite frankly. The magazines that she posted huh. on the you wall. Frankly, you yourself there. if you did not. I will go. do it as a respect and honor to her. And you to have to, not just a respect for her. I feel like you have to because of how often you watch these documentaries. It's, it's different. Like Facts. watching on TV and actually going sure, there in person. But the other thing I'm, I'm going to do is there's a Vincent Van Gogh <gasps> or Van Gogh. Um, there's like, it's called, a t- oh, I can't say it in French, but there's like a French light exhibition that is all about Van Gogh. And he is my favorite painter mm-hmm. of all time. And so I can step into Starry Night. I can step into like all of his paintings, but it's all like lighted and that's in France. So we're going to do that mm-hmm. when we go to France as well. So I'm mm-hmm. super excited about that. So that's one super thing I'm excited about. Like, yay! That'll be fun. Yeah. And when I go to Ireland now, because that got added to my trip, I am going to go to Guinness and I'm going to try to pour my own Guinness for the yeah. first time ever. It's and, very different over there than it is. Because when you're in Ireland, it actually, it legitimately, people kept telling me how cheese tasted different in Europe mm-hmm. and especially in France and stuff. Mm-hmm. And people yes. kept telling me that Guinness tasted different. And I was like, you're fucking stupid. Yeah, it well, does I mean, though, like, it does. because they keep the good. Like they kept telling mm-hmm. me this, and I didn't believe it. But it legitimately, they do keep the better Guinness, and it's just because I think of the travel, the Guinness tastes better while you're in Ireland, mm-hmm. and actually, yeah, the cheese definitely does taste better. You should take a cheese class when you're in Paris. <gasps> oh, Send that it to would me. be fun. Yeah. Send like, it really cool to me. Yeah, they, they actually teach you about the cheese and how they make it out in regions, and because of the regions and like the environment, how each you know. How each one uh, goes. Like, I need you to become my, like, de facto tour guide as I go. <laughs> well, I mean, I've I mean, asked you, you already well, to help me learn how to drink well, you whiskey. Mentioned, um, you you watch a lot of war history. I do. So, in London, I recommend the Churchill War Museum. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That'd that's, be cool. That, that's super cool. Yeah. I would totally do that. Yeah. I, mean, I love, like, World War II <laughs> history. Don't, like, yes. hate me. But that's just... We don't hate you. We just know that you knew what was coming in America. So it's good. We couldn't pick up on it. Well, since you're into the beer, I would also suggest I'm not, um, but yes. The Heineken Museum in Amsterdam. I'm going to say no. Here's why. Okay. Say why. What I call my Minnesota, the person who brought me here. What is he like? A little stat to me? Right. So my first boyfriend that I moved here for white one that's all he drank and that's how I found out he was an alcoholic and all of that stuff like that so 
I'm not going to probably do that, but okay. I appreciate you telling me well, about it. Well, hold on, hold on, because we can't stop there. If you get drunk off Heineken, you've had like 12. Because it is not the best potent time here. Out, time out, time out. That is in a he day. Was, he was chasing. That's a day. That 12 is beers one in a day. day. And, so, yes. And the, the most interesting thing about Heineken is I think the version that we get here. It's different. It's is different. exactly yes. what you're saying about the Guinness. Uh-huh. Because there, it was probably like 9 o'clock in the morning when we were at the museum. Drunk. Mm-hmm. Off of <laughs> like a do. little like shooter of beer. Not even so, liquor. Like just beer. What you're telling me is that maybe I go do this and then eradicate everything about white wine. No, it takes you back into the science of how the beer is made. Fine. So you smell the hops, you smell sure. yeah. the malt, that. the wheat, all that stuff. Okay. But why not eradicate white wine? Exactly. Okay. On yeah. top of it. <laughs> so, get rid of the whole thing. It's an addition. Let's get past of, it. Like smelling it off of his skin, blah, 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 blah. Okay. You may get, get some traumatic experiences. <laughs> In the museum, but she, they didn't drink more. You said you were only there for two days, you right? More. Mm, no, we're there. Amsterdam? <laughs> Jim picked the, had us there from Halloween. Potentially hard Brexit at that same time. And then also <laughs> just Halloween. You're going to have so much fun. Yeah. What are you doing the edible? In Amsterdam. <laughs> I don't know. Face Probably cake. when we get off the plane. I don't know. I don't know. Oh my God, you're going to have so much fun. <laughs> I'm not videoing it. Don't. I'm angry you know what's gonna that happen. You, you have to call me during it. You guys are all on WhatsApp, even though <sighs> Tiffany will be already in the UAE, and she can only get my WhatsApp text. The text. So I will put us stuff. all in a group, and then I will just yes! do whatever. I'm nervous for you. I'm nervous for me, too. I I, like, Thank you, Tiffany. FYI. I don't smoke. I don't do any of the same stuff. I don't stuff do any of that. I want her to be just be like your as first. As much as I would love for you to do it. I'm like, don't get out there showing I'm out. just thankful that you're. Wait, wait, wait. What about Tiffany? Tiffany, Tiffany, that's great with. Tiffany. this house. No, you've been raised. Don't go Tiffany, out there clowning. Tiffany, <laughs> time out. I'm really, really considering taking a wig with me. You for should. For specifically that time. So that Don't way, take it with you. No. Get your, if you're going to be out there creating a new identity, you need to get this together before you go. Oh, no. no I no, haven't. No. That way you don't have to. I have it. like no. seven. Here's the way. No, taking one with <laughs> and just dropping it in the bag. Right, the way that you're talking about this trip, it sounds like this is going to be your coming out, yes. right? So if, if you're looking at Don't you think I'm you, too old no, for this? Maybe it's time. Oh. Maybe it's time. And maybe the way that you start this coming out, is with a wig. Hair changes your personality. It does. That's why I was going to bring it with. It cha- Don't mm-hmm. bring it with. Get it done before you go. That way when no, you're on I the have plane. No, I have it. It's already done and, you get and ready to go. And I can just snap that Which bitch one are you going to put on? Have I seen it yet? That one? Uh, I'm mm-hmm. debating I've seen three. between two. I think we're having two, di- two different conversations mm. about a wig. Mm. You're thinking that you can just pop it on and go. Yes. I'm talking about an identity change. Mm. You're thinking I'm talking about something that doesn't come off when you want it to. I'm talking oh, about getting it like cut I gotta and wear fit that. and colored. It's and already you. ready to this go. This is on you. It's not ready to go. It's 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 ready. It is ready. It's, like you it's ready. It's just like, it. bitch, take me out. Of, it's like Stop literally like take doing me this. out. You take have me out it of on the box before you ready get. To go. No, mm-hmm. that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, are you saying 
like when you get there, then you're kind of like, saying, you, before you get on this plane. So I have to wear it on my way there. What do you mean not you have to wear it? it. She's saying, just do your, like, do your hair. I have your identity that yes. you want to marshal sure. during this this coming and out. And then that's just here. a hair. Yes. You wear this before you even get on the plane. It's sure. not in the box. Okay. It's on your head. Got it's it. Like, it doesn't it's come like out. It's kind of like how I'm going to. Maybe step out of my zone here, but no. women like to do their hair before they go on a big day. Yes. Because, yes. You know, because they want to do themselves up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what she's talking about. And you get yes. that all And that, set. to me, is what those are. They're already ready, ready to, to go. And maybe it's a makeup a little bit thing, too. And then go about my business. Y'all, With that new bra laid. you got, she is going to get laid. <laughs> this is what's happening. It's not going to happen, but First that's cool. First of all, cool. if you want me to do a sew-in for you, <laughs> let's have that conversation. No, not let's not even talk about it. Let's get you together. Because I would love to be Girl, part of it. we don't have that much time. You are leaving here at the same time. I love you. I love you. I love you. To, to be with you through this trip. It's not even a transit. I don't know what it is because you don't even know what it is. What I'll do <laughs> is I'll bring you all of my, you know, you half wigs or whatever. I'll bring them to your house. We can go sit through them and go through them. And you can. I don't want to talk about it. Life. I want to do the change. <laughs> Okay, I don't want to talk that's about right. it. Be the change you want to see Let's in the world. You are Let's a blessing. Let's do and it. I love you. <laughs> and I cannot wait. Because the thing is, I feel like mm. I think this trip is actually a little bit more than what you're defining it as, like a trip. Like I'm just going to be somewhere for two months. This may be what mm. changes, you know, where you are right now, and and you know what you want out of life. Her face right do. now, you can't see because she's blocking it. it, and she's just like, uh, uh-uh, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. No, it but Tiffany is a gem, and she's telling you the she's truth. She's right. I'm not saying she's not. I'm just saying, like, okay, I know fine. you don't want it to be. <laughs> Guys, and I'm not. I am not moving to Europe. I just think that even if it is that when when we talk about coming back, when you come back from a trip that's like this, when you're coming back from a trip that's like this, it's you. You kind of aren't. You are going for two months. Mm -hmm. And when my mother told me my first big (laughs) trip, she was sobbing when I came back from New Zealand. And this is when I was in college and I was 20 years old. Mm -hmm. And she was like, I just didn't think you were actually getting off the plane. And I remember crying before I got on that plane because I remember thinking, I don't want to go. The difference being is that my mother thought I wasn't stepping stepping off the plane. I wasn't because I was different. Mm. I was stepping off as a new person mm-hmm. into what was happening. And I had a whole different view on who we are, especially as a nation, of figuring out who I was as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not saying that's necessarily what it means to go over to London for two months. But I do think that because you have not yet internationally gone and the fact that you're traveling to many different countries that like you are going to be different and that's what I'm excited for is that you are going to be you but you're not going to be necessarily the same you because you will have so many different experiences you're going to see so many different things even if it's for an instant of a flash that you going over as Tiffany even said of saying like you are already putting on something and saying, this is who I'm going to be. You're going to be more that person of who you want to be by coming back here, if that makes any sense at all. No, absolutely, because you you're seeking like a new you, not a new you, but like a different you. Mm-hmm. Different part of you. In a fash. In a fash. It will be the same. It will, but it won't be. Like, it, it's... Listen, I'm not coming back here talking like Madonna. 
back here. I'm not saying you're going to be London Tamu. Like, like you're not going to be like, blimey, <laughs> we call these tomatoes. Wait, that's I, wait, I say proper. And I, I mean, posh, that's, we should get this word, posh. I like she made it. fun of me mercilessly oh, yeah. coming back yeah. and saying cheers to everything. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. She will not say it. No. And also, I hear Jim and Ben, well, Jim, I can't say you, Ben, but Jim really is like, you know, we're going to do this. I forget what he says. Not pots and pans. I forget what he says. But he really is like embracing his Londonness already. And I'm like, dude, it has literally been four months. Like, don't get over there trying to prove how America. Don't type favorite to me with a U. Don't type favorite with a U to me, bro. I know you. You have lived in this country forever. You trying to prove how American you are, please. You better take it in. This bitch coming back saying mom and blah, 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 blah. Governor. I have seen mom for ages. To be fair. Because of the books I read. Again. The cheers thing did come after i will fully yeah. admit i cannot stop cheers so bravna what else was i there? said you have since new zealand mm. again traveling abroad it did it changed my wordage because mm-hmm. saying bro is not the same saying brav is so much nicer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so another thing i wanted to mention i actually had to just um send this website oh, and i will at your stuff yeah well no it so because you'll be in paris um as you all know i'm sure uh there was this whole era when a lot of African-Americans mm-hmm. were leaving the States and moved to Paris. Yes. And this is the Nina Simone, James yep. Baldwin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josephine this whole, Baker like, time. right, Negrophilia with Parisians having this, like, connection to African-Americans, sure. which created a whole different thing. But there's a tour called Paris Noir. Oh, I want to do that. Yeah, and I'll actually send the link. Maybe you can put it in your show notes. But it's about the African-American experience in Paris. And some of the descendants of folks who stayed there, we know the notable ones. Mm -hmm. We don't know the regular regular ones that just kind of went in. We're still living there. Right, right. still there. Who um, have really started to, you know, um, talk about the history. And, I mean, even like Richard Wright, native son, Mm -hmm. he's buried there. Mm -hmm. Um, And he married a Parisian wife and all this stuff. So it's, I think, I, I haven't done it. I would love to do it. Okay. But um, it's definitely one of those things that, you know, you may want to keep on. Cool, yeah, definitely. So, So, Tiffany, for those who are going overseas for any type of purpose or wherever, where have you been and what's one thing? And the same for you, Tawan, if you're willing. But here's more of like, here's my favorite place I've been. Just so you can get an idea of where this (laughs) chick's traveled to. Where have I been? And here's kind of like, you must see this one thing. Like, because I think as solo people, particularly going overseas, a lot of people think it's courageous. I don't know if you felt the same way. I didn't think it was courageous necessarily to go over alone. I felt it more courageous to like continue to reach out and continue to do things. Yeah. Because it's a lot harder to necessarily do things alone than it is to have a partner with you in crime. So um, are there particular, like, I went on this trip and I saw this and you must see this thing here. I'm going to throw in this here. That's a hard question. because Ooh, Thank every, you. Every, every, <laughs> it is. It really no, is. Because everybody's personality is different. Right, everybody, sure. everybody has the different interests in life. So to me, it's not about like, you know, I, when, I, when I talk to people like, you know, passionate about traveling, it's, my, my suggestion is just, just go travel. Mm. I mean, mm-hmm. see what you want to see. Don't ask me what I like because what I like might not be what you like. But the fact that you go out 
and travel and you know just open your eyes. There's so much out there. Mm-hmm. It's it's a whole like endless sea out there. But just doing that itself is amazing. I'm is glad it? you said that. Thank you. Yeah, Twan, I agree because I I it's it's an interesting question um, because I think luckily for me, my travels have not solely been about travel. Mm-hmm. I have created a lifestyle out of travel, and right. that is through being a teacher um, and studying abroad and now being in higher education where it's like international internships. So while I love to travel, I find that I have to have a balance of work and play travel. But if I could just travel for the rest of my life, that would be amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, I, don't, I don't know if anybody would be able to answer, you know, what's that one place? Because in the same country, if you were to go to 12 different mm-hmm. cities, states, however they define it, you're having completely different experiences. And I think even in the midst of the experience, there's other contextual factors that, like if you're traveling with a horrible person, (laughs) that can ruin the whole (laughs) trip. (laughs) Like one person could ruin the entire trip. Absolutely. Or if you aren't in a good mental state, some of the things that you may be curious about may be like burdens and frustration for you, like not speaking the language. If you're not in a good mental state, you could be just like, F this, I'm done, I'm leaving. And then sometimes you can just be like, this is interesting because we say it like this and you say it like this and this is how I'm going to remember. And then you start using this different language on other people, right? Tomato, tomato makes a difference. Yeah. And and, and what we adopt, you know, for ourselves. So I, I think, you know, especially when it comes to just traveling, I don't know. And I always say, I don't know if it's necessarily about me being in particular places, but it's more about like how these places are really what they're doing to me, sure. <laughs> what they're doing yes. to me. So when I started traveling, my first international trip was study abroad. And I was 21, I want to say, or maybe when I came back, I turned 21. So me being a black woman who went to South Africa was confirming for me. Mm-hmm. Like that was the most, I had never been in that much blackness yep. ever yep. in my entire life. Then when I went back, it really changed the dynamics of how I felt about being black. And then how I felt about knowing that there was a place outside of the States. Not a place outside of Illinois, but the state. Can we talk about that? Because that was one of my major issues in terms of me traveling abroad is traveling as a black woman, a.k.a. A black Tina, whatever. But as a darker skinned black person of color traveling into Europe. So and you've traveled all over the globe. Have you noticed a difference? Like, is there something that we maybe need to be cautious about. Like I literally Google places that were safe for me to go to when I was trying to figure out where to go by myself because mm-hmm. I literally was thinking about doing this myself before my friends moved over. Is Do you feel like safety is a component of the way that you plan your travel or is that something that's secondary or tertiary to you mm-hmm. as you go through it? Mm-hmm. I know that you're doing EDPAT work and that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine, but in general, you are still a black woman traveling mm-hmm. abroad and in especially in these changing times i'm curious what you think mm-hmm. about what that means for you in terms of do you feel like you can't go any place do you feel like you're welcome in more places in a different place those mm-hmm. sorts of things i know that you will probably never go back to china i will <laughs> <laughs> even yeah. after they yeah. called you yeah. the n-word shameless plug to um a podcaster that i yep. was feature on my podcast, The Black Expat. He's in Taiwan, 
I want to say. Mm. At least at the um, moment. <laughs> at the know. moment. Well, yeah. he's really, uh, what is it, Carl um, and Patrick, they do amazing work with just bringing voices um, of black folks who are living theirs. I would love to go back. It's funny because since I started working in higher ed, or at least since I've, I've been mm. in higher ed, uh, my mantra is don't read the comments. And that comes from student evaluations of their professors. <laughs> I got some horrible comments. So I connect that to you Googling safe places for black folks to go. Don't okay. read the comments because okay. people. But aren't you ever concerned, though? You're concerned about. Here. I understand that, here. but I literally ask a question. Yeah. Am I safe going X to Y to but Z? But nobody I don't can know anybody that there that can, ha- that, that can answer that here. Yeah, and I don't think anybody can answer that for you, right? Fair. Because, and this is the whole notion about you carrying yourself to another space. Mm. Some people will go to certain spaces with a certain privilege because of their nationality. Mm. I'm American, so you need to treat me like this. That's not what I'm thinking. I'm American, so I can treat you like this. <laughs> But what happens with the local population and other folks that are traveling is you get this tension, right? Right. Now, with the tension, you might not show up for your flight because you <laughs> then got freaked out. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. No, Woo! like somebody may have attacked you in the back because you sure. thought, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't have that experience. But I think when you go with this really genuine curiosity about humanity, I always think of like this cosmopolitan notion of like, you know, different people from different spaces and different languages. Mm-hmm. There's a certain appreciation that you, when you have this, it's like an aura that you attract people. Okay. Um, I've been in some of the most, I don't know, like, oh, I, I mean the same, China. I was mm-hmm. talking about China yep. and how I just stuck out like a sore thumb. Yep. And someone called you the N-word. The N-word, yep. And it's one of those and things that was the first like, time you had ever they, heard the N-word. Before. Did they tell it to you in a negative way? Or were they just thinking, assuming that that's what you were no, called? No, no, no. So but they see, meant that's it the thing. Some, some, And I've heard Ed Pats talk about like their students saying, you know, what's up, my N? And it trying because to right a mm-hmm. culture. But no, no it was derogatory. Okay, I'm like, just making you sure. You just pour in. And I'm like, okay, B. Because there's people like And I can't Ireland. even do anything because she might know karate. And then I'd be laid out somewhere because I'm trying to confront her for being racist. And then, you know, but it, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I, I, I don't, mm, I worry that when people try to limit their travels based on safeness. Sure. Um, of what it means to take your limited identity mm-hmm. to a space where, your, your perceived identity may be different from... Right, what they perceive it from, to be, what yeah. your perception is, yeah. of what their perception is. Because what I found is, <coughs> especially in other countries, America, being American carries mm. more value than being black, mm. right? Because a lot of folks that are mobilizing, migrating, you know, mm-hmm. migration is real. Like, mm-hmm. you got, you'll see it in mm-hmm. London and Paris. You got folks from everywhere. Paris was the first place that I saw people sleeping on the street, like mattresses, they mattresses in the middle of the day, (laughs) sleeping on the street. And of course, I just think about like asylum Mm, mm -hmm. and I mean, the shanty homes that you hear about in Africa Uh are in Paris Mm -hmm. in the form of refugee camps. Okay. And they have them so isolated from the city that you think they don't exist. But I'm like, petty, you know, this mm-hmm. bourgeoisie, you know, <laughs> supposed to be all that country. And it just blew my mind. But it's mainly, primarily, people of color. Mm. Yeah, there's white Parisians, but there's so many 
folks of color and not just from Paris, like from all over. And I appreciated that. The thing that stuck out to me about Paris was that nobody smiled. I heard that actually Nobody when smiled. I was where I was they were saying like Paris is very different they, they just did not smile they're just a lot sadder and angrier I don't know what it was but when I was walking on the trail and I was saying like oh I would love to visit Paris and they were like no it's very different from here people are unfriendly they just are but it's, I don't think it's unfriendly that's not what I'm saying I don't think it's unfriendly they cautious I just think Maybe the, no, maybe just, the happiness survey needs to go to Paris. <laughs> I just don't think they're happy. I just and think that it was different because yeah, a lot of it different. has to do with tourism. Sure. It's from my understanding of it. Nobody's just tourism. They've opened up their doors. To There's the a lot too. of, yeah. And there's yeah. a lot of backlash in that too. Did you experience anything, Tuan, when you went? Did you, you've been to Paris, obviously. Yeah, I've okay. been there a few times. Um, I mean, it's very diverse. I mean, it, it is what you're saying. But, I mean, you, you mentioned, like, you know, you don't want to go there because you're hearing these bad things. And I don't think that's true. I mean, there's so much to experience over there still. So. Well, what I had heard was more of, because where I was, I, I, they kept telling me over and over, the French people did, was that because I was on a trail and that I was working the Camino and that it was more of, like, a pilgrimage, that they were like, you are doing a very special, different thing. Do not expect this of all of France. Because I kept saying, I was like, People have been so lovely. The fact that I don't know French the way that they do. Like, mm. I can pick up enough because I did it while I was in um, college and while I was in high school. But I didn't keep up with it. And they were like, do not expect this. Like, if you were to go to Paris, they were like, no, you would not get this type of, of treatment. treatment of beauty that you are getting from this. They are giving you a different type of type of just journey as you were walking because you were doing something that they believe is also something that is beautiful. And they said that when you go to Paris that like speaking English there and not knowing a lot of French that they were like they would probably look a little harder down mm-hmm. on you on for it. But because you are doing the the way they are looking at you like but you are still doing something that's very important. So um, the fact that I didn't know enough of French, they were like, it's almost like they just kind of put it to the side because you are still doing something that is very highly looked upon mm-hmm. um, versus, because um, I actually walked with someone who lived in Paris and they said, oh yeah, like it's very different. Like he, he was ashamed for not knowing enough of English. He actually, I thought he hated me for the first week that I knew him. And he was like, oh no, it's because I don't know enough English. And so I felt ashamed to even speak with you because I didn't know enough to be able to like communicate with you. And I was like, that's my fault. Like I don't know enough French to communicate with you. Like I came here not knowing anything. I I very much so every time people talk to me about going to France, I'm like, well, I mean, when they ask my opinion, I'm like, I can give you kind of what I know, but I have been told upon, upon, upon Mm -hmm. that my experience should not be expected if you were to go to Paris or if you were to go to like any other major part of France because they treated me as if I was doing some glorious pilgrimage, amazing, yes, noble particularly. Mm -hmm. 
Like we would be walking down and I would be exhausted. But because they knew that I was doing the Camino, they would be saying things to me and saying like, keep going, like Utrea, Utrea. They would keep trying to say things to me because they knew that what I was doing was something different from... For a higher calling. Exactly. Because one thing someone told me is they were like, oh man, when I went to Paris, they're like, there's dog poop everywhere. Mm-hmm. Nobody picks up dog poop. Mm-hmm. Like it's a literal mm-hmm. shithole. And that's what you were talking about with the trash. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like... Oh, it, here. It was, and I was like, dude, wherever I was, I was like, they were fine. <laughs> it was great. I was like, I was picking up walnuts off the ground. It was great, you know? <laughs> Are you sure it was a walnut? It was a okay. walnut. <laughs> Black walnut. (laughs) You had to get through the green shell. (laughs) But see, that's an interesting perspective because I don't think I've had the French experience. I don't think that Paris is the French experience. Mm. I think it's too many tourists, too many folks. Where do you think is particularly that? And you know, as I as I continue to grow up, Uh I find myself more attracted to like countryside, suburban, like sure. calm areas mm-hmm. outside of the cities mm-hmm. because the experience is just completely different. Yeah. Being able to connect with locals is completely different. It's so nice it's when completely you do. different. Like my experiences doing the smaller cities, mm-hmm. the people are so kind and it's so different from here because I feel like when you go to the small towns in America, they are less open-minded. It depends. They're called Sunday. It can depend. <laughs> <laughs> that was your book. Yes. <laughs> but we like, and, and I mean, also, to be fair, like now that you say that, like it's completely yeah. fair. Like I come into these countries and I'm like, I mean, it was so different and amazing there. I'm white. It's right, so easy right. for me to say going in and walking through these people and then saying, come into my home and I will make you a three-course meal and here's some free wine and, like, let's just discuss life versus who knows had you done the same thing. True. You know? But we do have other world travelers here. Can I ask, Twan, Have you done that? Have you ever felt different or felt other when you're traveling into Europe and different parts of that side of the globe? Going from Dublin to actual outside countries, I mean, yeah. country, or cities. You, you, I mean, yeah, I mean, each country has their, your, its own experience. Like, even when I go back to Vietnam, I, I feel like an outsider. Hmm. Mm. Like, total outsider, because sure. they know I'm American. Right. So, you know, they treat me as an outsider. Right. So do you feel, is there any country or city that you visited that you don't feel that way? Because I'm sure we treat you like shit here. (laughs) (laughs) Or they embrace it. But see, I think think a more interesting question would be, what does it feel like to be an outsider? Sure. Because I would say, like, being a black American, it feels like isolation. It feels like Mm. hostility. It feels like trigger and trauma. It feels like... Like Isolation. just like this negative baggage, Almost, yeah. like you can't be part of the the crowd. That you're right? not part of it, right? Right. right. We're not allowed to be part of it because American. We can't choose, and we didn't. Right. Right. So, yeah. So when I feel like an outsider, I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to. I understand I'm an outsider, so I don't. I don't. I don't seek out to be accepted. I just want to just learn. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, just experience what's around me. So that's that's my mindset, and I, I, I'm okay with it. You know, so do you experience any sort of like friction or anybody saying, you know, I don't know what they would call you, but they call us like Oreos or whatever. I don't know what they would call you. But like, like, do you have people saying those sorts of derogatory comments towards you or anything when you go home to Vietnam? No, not in that that sense. Okay. I mean, they they do have terms for me. Like, there's, um, so there's, there's terms like, you know, if you're born in Vietnam, Mm -hmm. you're, uh, 
there's a term for that. If you're Vietnamese. If you're, yeah, oh yeah. But then there's, there's a term like if you're born there, you move you move to the U.S. Sure. And then you come back. There's a term for that. Oh. But then oh, because I was born, but I was born here, here I go back. Oh, there's another term for that. Got it. Okay. Yeah. How do you say it? Um. Well, it's basically they call me white. How do you it's say it? That's a translation. I'm just but what say it in Vietnamese? Mi chan. Mi chan. Yeah. Which Lee Chong has. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do, but how do you feel about that? You're just like, it is what it is? It is what it is. I mean, it's, it's not. It doesn't it, hurt it, you? It, no, because it, not, it's not like a, it's just a term. It's not, they're not saying it in okay. a bad way. It's just, it's just you fall into these categories. Sure. And that's okay. all it is. Which is interesting because over there they're saying just like, oh, by the way, like he was born in the U.S. but is from here, like his family. Versus over here, they really truly mean it as if like it's some sort of classist, you aren't worthy right. type and, of thing to t- call you and, whatever they would call I, you. I don't get that feeling. I mean, they, they, they know you're from here. Then they, they just kind of trying to treat you a little bit different, but it, not in a bad way, though. Just kind in, of putting you through your my, paces, so right, to speak. In my experience, it, it hasn't been a negative effect. Interesting. Been a negative experience. But see, the, the, the interesting thing, and I'll say, Twan, I'm, gonna, I'm going to assume Neither one of us are the stereotypical images of an American. For mm. sure. But in our back pocket, we have this passport that comes in this color, <laughs> this blue color, right. that um, has a certain value globally. I remember I, I talked to um, Dr. Cynthia Dillard, and she said, you know, this passport is my reparations that I never got. Wow. And mm. to be able to say that, you know, and, and maybe it's not in Vietnam, but in other countries, to be able to say... Well, actually, I'm American. Right. That, and that, get that, those that, stairs. Yeah, yeah you're, you're 100% correct. That, that blue passport has a lot of value. That U.S. dollar has mm. a lot of value. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I mean that's why even you go you go overseas, they, they'll take U.S. dollars because of that value. That, sure. You know, they understand where we're from. Mm-hmm. So it gives you a little bit of, like, a step up or a... Or do you I try not I, to play the card too much? Or you try not to do that. You just yeah. I mean, I don't want to say I'm a step sure. up. I mean, that's not the way. Right. To, well, I mean, yeah. clearly you wouldn't say I'm a step. I would hope <laughs> no. you as a person yeah. and individual and be like you I'm would better be than you. Also, if you felt that way. <laughs> but but yeah, you know, it it, it, it gives you some privileges. I see. Mm. Membership has its privileges. Yeah. So mm. what I'm understanding from all three of you is that, although I feel like now I'm going at the wrong time, you are. but. Previously to that, it was it's more accepted to be an American, whereas now, as a certain person who is the color of this cookie, which is orange, has decided to just like throw anything he wants into the pot of things and kind of make it explode, that it might make things slightly different as we continue forward. I would in terms of travel. I would say, and I don't know this in areas because I've only been to like. Australia, New Zealand, Europe, Ireland, like areas like Germany, areas that are very prominently white. white. I would say that they more ask for things like, it's like almost like they're double checking. Where are you on this scale? Yeah. This Minnesota. Right. What neighborhood you live in? So, right. So like when I was in Ireland and it was during the time before the election, mm-hmm. it was like he was coming to rise and I was panicking. Mm-hmm. Mind you, also in Ireland, as soon as they find out you're American, they want to ask everything. They want to they, they talk politics. You get in the cab and they're like, 
let's talk. But they do. I'm ready. They are the type of people who you're at the you're at the bar and they're like, you're American. Let's talk politics. That's just what they do. I just remember more of them saying, but that's not possible, right? And me being like, no, but it is. Mm-hmm. And walking on the trail and a huge mass shooting happened in Minnesota. And me telling people, like, I'm going to walk alone today. Mm-hmm. And then being like, why? And I'm like, because it's a thing that happens over here. And now it's happened in my state. And things still aren't changing. And that's hard for me to know that eventually I'm going back. Right. Like, and it's still not going to change. Like, knowing that these problematic things are still going to happen. And you're like, and I am a person, and this isn't changing. And some reason, I'm going back. I guess forever. Coming from that perspective of things, it's it's more of, uh, it's a little bit easier, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel from other countries that you guys have been to where whiteness isn't necessarily the prominent mm-hmm. in that respect. Yeah, I would say from your list here, the places uh, all <laughs> the white places. This is a teacher in me, right? From this, this all the white places London, you've been. Scotland, Ireland, Paris, Amsterdam, like I have to have it in my mind. I created a list. Um, they don't give a damn about your Americanness. <laughs> um, if anything, that's like that brother-sister rivalry, like, okay. I'm as good as you are. Sure. There's particular countries, and, and you know, Twan, feel, feel free to jump in jump in <laughs> as you need. But I feel like there's particular countries who care more than others. Sure. And definitely in the UK and Europe, you're that's not going to find it. I mean, time. we're all colonizers. Obviously. I have never called myself a colonizer. <laughs> <laughs> But if I'm going to claim being American, I guess there's a duty Well, do you get to claim yourself as a colonizer? I don't know, because it came out without me thinking about it. Because quite frankly, three of the four of us at the table could technically not be colonizers. See, here's what I would say is that I would say no. My people definitely are, because if, if I am willing to take the positive benefits that comes with being American... I also have to take some so of the negative. So do you find that when what, you go back to, and I don't feel like, when you go back to African countries, when you go back to the Middle East, are they looking at you like you are a colonizer? No, no, but I also get the privilege. But see, mm, I see why see? you're seeing that you get the privilege, but in my eyes. Is it just kind of like a American benefit? Privilege. Like when the you American go and privilege. buy like a, well, if my I benefit buy a is in my, my benefit is in my salary. My benefit is in my paid home. Right. My benefit is in my medical insurance. I, I work in the same space that people that don't have blue passports. Their mm-hmm. salaries are sure. half of what, maybe even less than half of what mine is. What is that kind of fair? But no. See, <laughs> it's, that's a colonizing response. But, like, see, here's, but it's just human bodies. I mean, you know, we're all doing the same labor, but because my passport's blue, my labor is. That's true. That's true. I think people... Okay, 2019. We have a way, and millennials and uh, Gen X, X. Mm -hmm. millennials, Gen Xers. I I just pointed to you, but I really was pointing out the window twice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We have a way of kind of defining time, space, and history from today. And, you know, because this conversation is about travel and Mm -hmm. and international travel, I mean, just talking about passport surveillance in general, Mm -hmm. that was a Paris Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, a French concept. 
being able to cross borders without being surveillanced was normal. Mm-hmm. It's the freedom, right? Sure. And then when all of a sudden you had to have papers to be able to go into, and this was ship, people were traveling on ships for months. Um, then this whole notion about having to be surveillance with what you were, where you were going, um, is political in itself because now, just like slavery, you had you have invisible borders mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. are keeping you from being able to go to and experience what you want. So now, 2019, I mean, less than half of the population in America has passports, and you can just sign up and give your I don't even think it's fingerprints your passport picture pay your fee submit the application and then you get this this little document you know mm-hmm. to be able to see the world and some folks don't so I don't I don't know if it if it you know is one of those things where it's like is it political is it a, is it a, is it is it a radical act to travel mm. wow is, is it is it, is, it, is it radical to be able to be a black person in Paris, an African-American mm-hmm. in Paris? Caribbean-American. Right? Especially if we connected to the 13 colonies. Right. They didn't expect us to right. be able to do But that. then there's still black African or there's still Africans in Paris. Which is a different conversation. Absolutely. Because Paris is still heavily Very extracting racist. resources mm-hmm. and money. From plenty of countries Absolutely. in Africa. And then you have to As ask, are all of I them. I keep saying Paris. Why are we saying Paris like I it's a country? I don't know. Because you know what? <laughs> because friend, when you think of it, it's Kanye West. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, is that just here? <laughs> but it truly is. I mean, you have to think about the fact that, like, going to New Zealand, like, when you think about those sort of things, the reason why New Zealand does it is because they're a tiny little country. They can't have too many people. If they start getting people abound coming in, yeah. it means the destruction of their country yeah. versus yeah. coming to America where it's like, we have too much land. We have so much fucking land and yeah. so many people, but we could still have more. And yeah. also we're limiting how many people can apparently have it. And who but, can, yeah. You know, can so it's like one here. of those things. It's such a convoluted Everything. So I'm glad you stated that. Well, we need to get <laughs> Tiffany out of here because she mm-hmm. is still a doctoral candidate, and we've got to mm-hmm. make sure she gets that. Please. So and and send prayers for the oral exam. Again, we appreciate you being here and our <laughs> randomness of conversation. <laughs> for the invitation, thank you. Please, I come back in a year. Yes, we will obviously be I'll in touch during our time as we are accountability Start partners. Over here. You still have a makeover. That's true. Who has a makeover? You do. Oh, my hair? I'll bring them to your house. You can pick the one that you want. That I want or I want for you? That you want for me. Okay. You can have one too if you want to. There's like a many. Anyway. Yes. Oh, goodness. All right. So since we have yet to do it just yet. So, Tuan, we can find you at? Um, (laughs) Travel to food. Which is travel, the letter, or the number Number two, two. F00D. On Instagram. On Instagram. And then Tiffany. You can find me at abroad underscore in, I-N underscore ed on IG and Facebook. And then abroad in education, parentheses around the A, pun intended, (laughs) iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. (laughs) More than likely, if you're hearing it here, you can hear your podcast. So you can hear it here. You'll hear it anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you both for giving your guys' opinions. Yay! To traveling broad. Twan's coming back to our show. You have to. Yeah! (laughs) 
So, all right. Well, thank you so much. You can find us on Twitter, Bad at Love Pod. You can find us on Instagram, Bad at Love Podcast. Don't bring it up. I'm not. Okay. And, uh, yeah, tell us about your own experiences. If you have uh, different things that you want Tamu to do while you're overseas. Yeah. A must-see, a must-eat. And we're not talking about dicks. And not dicks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm talking about dicks. I know my audience. Let me just say, before before we cut this, because... <laughs> She's like, let me grab the mic and just let me, say Let me get this mic. And I know... <laughs> The audience, I always think about who I know you outside of this space, you know, behind the mic. I was not prepared. I was not prepared. So I'm like, okay, I'm on my way to work. And I work at this early childhood Montessori school. I'm on my way to work. I'm like, let me listen to Bad I Love before I go to work. Working with these two and a half to five year olds. I put it on and I was like, they're using potty words. Like, these are just so many potty words. I can't work with kids and, like, start my day with this. So I had to pause it for once I was done with work. And then after, I was like, oh, this was a good episode. You were talking about, you were talking about the Streets Finders and personality tests yep, and stuff. Uh-huh, but yep. I was like, I can't listen to these potty words before I go to work. Hannah, <laughs> Hannah's coming on next week to talk about her social justice book club. <laughs> Look, don't be talking about the D's and the P's and the, and the smells and <laughs> before we talk about social justice, right? Does we'll that go together? First, and then we'll talk about dicks and whatever else. <laughs> we'll just make sure that she doesn't wear her underwear more than three days. Oh tomorrow. goodness! Oh my god! Oh goodness! <laughs> Knowing her, it's like within three hours. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Well, thank you both for being on here, checking us out, loving us forever. And we cannot wait for you guys to come back. Safe travels. Thank you. To you, too. Thank you, you. And we'll obviously, we'll keep doing our thing. I will live vicariously through you both. So. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Belly? Where are you going? I get nothing because I have a dog who's like a child and I will forever be where I am. Juan has a dog. Do you? I do, but he stays in Florida. See, there you go. See, he puns it off. I can't do that. <laughs> Stepchild. <laughs> All right. Thanks, you guys. Cheers. Bye. So you got to so go in and re-edit all these planes. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine what that's going to look like? I noticed you've been counting them all, too. Don't tell them. Have you? No! I figured you were because you were writing them down. down. You were writing them down. How many? Okay. (laughs) Now that you spoiled it. 15? You made them sit next to you, so that's your problem. (laughs) 25. So since 110, okay? It's 331. Uh Uh-oh. So 110, 210, 310, uh-huh. two, almost two and a half hours. Uh-huh. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, Woo! 30 planes <laughs> have gone past. Isn't that These crazy? are statistical data that I wanted to wait. <laughs> <laughs> but I <laughs> think it is so cool because when you talk about we podcast like this. Yeah, this is part of this it. This is your, yeah. within two and a half hours, yeah. we had 30 planes. And this is not exaggerating. No. We had 30 planes that is fly insane. over. Plus you had like, you know, All fire the cars. Right, 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 right. right. the ambulance. Right. I think, I think it's amazing. Nobody's going to read. And, but the funniest <laughs> thing is once you actually produce, once you publish it, mm-hmm. 
and you don't hear it. And I know. You see that Isn't somebody that crazy? is taking care to yeah. take out those sounds. Mm-hmm. It's like, it kind of takes, yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's, a lot of work. Uh-huh. It's a lot of work. 